0: It's All Things Considered, and I'm Dave Lawrence with our latest off-the-road episode. And today, heading to the Valley Isle for a cat who always brings the good vibrations And it really is like family whenever we get to spend some time with the uh, one and only Pat Simmons of the Doobie Brothers. Big aloha and welcome back, Pat. Aloha to you, Dave. Thank you. It's nice to be here. Grateful to have you here. And uh, now, have you been on Maui the whole time during the pandemic?
1: I've been here pretty much the whole time. We made one trip to California early on. Maybe it was even before, you know, the lockdown here, but... Mm. uh, I've been here pretty much, you know, for
0: a full year here in Maui. The longest you've been there on Maui uninterrupted? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, this is unusual. And this unusual time is set to come to an end, however, later this summer and fall when you and the Doobie Brothers resume touring. And I know there's some other cool stuff to announce, too.
1: Hey, thanks, Dave. We got, uh, gosh, a couple of things I'll, I'll kind of preview to you. We have a new record coming out, probably, you know, about the time we tour, maybe next all. probably in the summer we'll release it maybe we're gonna do a couple of five song eps each one and we have a an autobiography actually that tommy and i have written
0: together some funny stuff oh we'll be looking for that when's that do
1: um probably again uh, about the same time so mike's going to be on the road with us mike mcdonald and then we're going to release that book and release the new music all kind of around the same time make a a, a splash of it
0: That's awesome. Well, fingers crossed it all works out. And um, on a note, I bet intersects with stuff that's going to be in the book. Take us back, Pat, and share some of the sparks that began this musical life of yours. Walk us through how it got started
1: when i was a very little kid about five years old um, my father was a uh, he was a principal of my school when i started school in kindergarten and uh, i would go half a day and then my father would uh, take me and drop me off with the grandmother of one of the students at the school i stayed with her for three or four hours Then he would pick me up on his way home. One day I was in her living room and she had a piano there and I was tinkling on the keyboard. And she said, oh, do you play the piano? I said, well, no. Uh, She goes, well, would you like to learn? And I said, well, yeah, sure. So she started giving me lessons at five years old. Every day, you know, we'd spend a half an hour. She taught me all the, you know, the lines and spaces. Every good boy does fine, (laughs) F-A-C-E, treble clef, bass clef, sharps, flats. Uh, I began to understand at least, you know, the structure of music. And then we would listen to music. In those days, uh, music, it was the radio. And so she turned on the radio and we did that every day for months so then we moved to California. Soon after that, we lived across the street from this family that uh, were country musicians, the mother and father of my 8-year-old friend, uh, Ronnie. So there was a guitar in Ronnie's room. I was familiar with the guitar of course because I was an Aussie and Harriet fan and Ricky Nelson was always uh, on television, you know, once a week. And then, uh, you know, I had to listen to Elvis. I listened to Chuck Berry. Uh, We had records in our house where there were always guitars in the mix of music. Anyway, I saw this guitar and uh, I went, oh my God, you know, my heart stopped. And uh, (laughs) I said, you know, can I touch it? He goes, touch it. Go ahead pick it up. You can strum it or whatever you know so i picked up the guitar and uh, he said you want me to teach you a chord wow i i said you're kidding he goes no sit down you know so he taught me a g chord and that was my introduction of the guitar and from there you know i just i fell in love with the instrument every day i was at their house you know we started playing together ronnie and i and we had a little duo and we entered talent contests and i really uh fell in love with the whole thing anyway and so that was it for me i was overboard and you know i've been doing it ever since
0: do you remember any of the songs that you and ronnie would play or
1: you get a line you get a line i get a pole
0: Great. I love it.
1: You get a line, I get a pole. We'll go fishing in the crowd at oh baby of mine.
0: That's great, man. That's a great moment for people to hear how it all uh, how it all sort of got started.
1: Absolutely. I ended up uh, hanging out with a bunch of guys in a band called the Chocolate Watch band out of San Jose and they, they had a, like a regional hit and uh, they said, Hey, we're going up to the Fillmore. You want to go? We got some, some Owlsley purple. Uh, (laughs) I got in the van and we driving up there and I took this medication (laughs) and uh, you know, I went over the moon and we got to San Francisco and the streets are, you know, rippling and, breathing <laughs> and walked in the Fillmore and there, there was that the light show going on and this band on stage. And it was just like, Oh my God, I'm gone to Tibetan hell. This is it. <laughs> I'm never coming back. And uh, it was the grateful dead. Wow. So, <laughs> so the dead played and uh, I was there just going What's happening? What's happening? (laughs) So the band finished, the lights came up and I walked up on stage. I walked across the stage and I look and there's Pigpen's uh, Farfisa organ. I walk over to the organ and I press the key and it's like (laughs) all over the, the PA's on, the Farfisa organ's coming through the PA. I look over and here's this mad face this guy comes running across the stage and grabs me. He goes, What the hell are you
0: doing? Bill Graham. Hell
1: off the stage. <laughs> it's Bill Graham. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Oh, I'm sorry. I, I just I don't know what's happening, man. What's happening? He goes, Get off the stage.
0: <laughs> what a great story. <laughs> well,
1: it doesn't end there. By the time the night was over, he goes, I've had enough of you.
0: <laughs> he throws you <laughs> <You're>
1: out. <laughs> You're out the door. Go now. Take him out. He gets the security guy. They Take me out the door and I'm out. They put me out on the street. All my friends, you know, where are they? I have no idea. They're gone. I'm gone. I'm on the streets of San Francisco by myself. The streets are still breathing and rippling. I walk down the steps and I get in this police car that's parked at the bottom of the steps of the Fillmore I get in, I close the door, and the cops turn around and look at me and go, yeah, let <laughs> me help you. And I go, what's happening, man? They <laughs> go, oh, okay. Did you take something tonight? I go, yeah, man, I don't know what's happening. He goes, uh, was it a sugar cube? I go, yeah. <laughs> he goes, well, just sit back and relax, and uh, you can hang out with us till you feel better. And wow. S- they drove me around in the back of their car while they said, you just hang out while we make our calls. Everything's going to be fine. This is 1967, right? The summer of love. So that was it. I hung out with those guys until near dawn. And then they let me off at the bus station. I panhandled uh, to get three bucks or something like that to get back to San Jose and took the bus home. You know,
0: <laughs> What a great memory, though. And what good cops to do that.
1: I know, unbelievable, huh?
0: Now, over the years, did you get a chance to tell Bill that funny story? I imagine. Oh, oh, yeah.
1: He goes, yeah, you and about 50 other guys. (laughs) He said, I threw so many people
0: out. Right. And talking about the uh, Fillmore reminds me of the other famous brothers band associated with uh, both Bill Graham and the Fillmores, the Almond Brothers Band. Any uh, fun early memories come to mind? I
1: think the first gigs we ever did with the Almonds was in Europe, a series of festivals over there. I was a huge fan of the Almonds. I remember checking into the hotel in uh, Amsterdam. I look down the hallway, and there's Dickie Betts. He's opening the door to his room. And so I go, oh, I got to go say, Hi. And so I, I knock on the door and I, I go, Hey, sorry to bother you, Dickie. Uh, my name is Pat Simmons. I'm playing with the Doobie Brothers. We're going to be playing some of these shows here with you. Man, I just want to let you know how much I, I love your playing and, and the band. And he looked at me and slammed the door in my face. <laughs> 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 kind of like, Get out of here. <laughs> So that was kind of my introduction to, to Dickie. I, You know, we never really had much interaction. Years later, we played some shows with him, and he was like, that never happened here. He didn't remember, but thank goodness.
0: It's Pat Simmons of the Doobie Brothers, and we'll conclude tomorrow. Find this and the entire Off the Road series at hawaiipublicradio.org. Look for it on our app, and subscribe to the latest episodes on Apple, Google, and Spotify Podcasts. I'm Dave Lawrence.